0: I'm Linda. And I'm Craig. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. It's episode 176, and today we're talking about emotional energy.
1: It's a very appropriate subject today because, well, I'm certainly not feeling at my best.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here in lovely Adelaide. We've been having a great time over the last couple of days. Um, gone up for a scenic flight, and we're staying here by the beach. But still, everything's caught up over yeah. the last month of... Really Well, since Moine really in Vietnam, that was the last time that we spent more than two nights in one place.
1: Oh, no, so no, no. We spent a little bit of time in, in Siem Re. We spent four or five nights there. Yeah. But we were doing stuff every day. Yeah. And after been, that, it was just go, go, go for at least the last month. And it's now we've stopped. Yeah. And it's, well, it's all caught up with me anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's time for some, some sleep-ins and, uh, and chilling out, I think.
1: Yeah. I think when I'm really busy, I, I, can, I can deal with it. It all catches up to me when I stop. You know, that's a bit like what happened with you when we got married, you know. You've mm. been working working and studying and working and studying and then our honeymoon was your first holiday in what, four years, five years?
0: Yeah, something like that. Um, you know, I'd sometimes flake out on a weekend and call in sick to one of my three or four jobs on a, on a Sunday and just chill out at home, but it certainly wasn't a holiday and, uh yeah, it was it was crazy. I really really flaked out. So it's not the not the best introduction to a marriage.
1: No, but it was alright. I mean, I got you out of it. Aww, oh,
0: you're so cute.
1: But I've actually heard this happens to a lot of people. You know, when they when they finally get a holiday, they they get sick or they get stressed or you know everything mm. catches up to them. So
0: it does, and it's really important to to try and avoid that when you're traveling, especially if you're traveling for a short time. But even in long term travel, to create space for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, before we start talking about how to keep your emotional energy levels up we just want to remind you that you can help us traveling and not being stressed <laughs> by um booking through us so visit indietravelpodcastcom forward slash flights forward slash hotels forward slash hostels and forward slash insurance when you're booking travel online we also have travel deals updating daily at indietravelpodcast.com slash deals yeah and we've had a special page for the last
0: couple of days at uh slash black friday uh to help the americans celebrate consumerism um <laughs> they have these <laughs> massive massive sales after thanksgiving uh black friday and cyber monday so um that page is still up and i think we'll just keep it rolling through the holiday season um with all of the deals and all of the specials that we see people put up. We'll be linking to it there. And uh, not on all of them, because we'll just try and find the best deals and chuck them up. But mm. on a lot of them, we'll get a commission if you do buy it. Yeah. So um, no obligation, um, but this is how we keep the podcast free. This is how we keep advertising low on the site is by you guys buying through us. So, uh, so do consider it when you're shopping online.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, and if you're going to be doing any shopping with Amazon, please come by IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Amazon first and click through, and then we'll get a commission for whatever you buy. So that would be really awesome.
0: Yeah, that that adds up a lot. So we really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't cost you any more to buy whatever you were going to buy in the first place. So, yeah. thanks. All right, on to emotional energy, which I have some of at the moment, thank goodness, because I didn't have any five minutes ago. <laughs> it's all that
0: water you're drinking.
1: Yeah, that's one of the tips, isn't it? <laughs> Well, travel can be really stressful. It can be stressful physically, mentally, and emotionally, and probably spiritually, and in other ways as well, ways ending in Lee. I mean, you're constantly moving. You're being exposed to new foods, new diseases, new people. That puts stress on your body. And then your mind is being exercised as you plan your trip. You deal with challenges. Like, maybe you have to learn a new language. Maybe you have to speak the language that you've been learning. Or maybe you have to change your plans at the last minute. So all of these stressors will, will have an impact on your emotional health, which, of course, is subject to its own problems. After all, you have to interact with people, which uh, is always, well, can be difficult. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it depends on the kind of people you're dealing with, I think. Oh, this is true. Yeah, I mean, it's really true, I think, especially that um, the thing about learning a new language oh, yeah. is, like, speaking to students that I've taught English to, they get to the end of the day, and they are stuffed. They're yeah. exhausted, and... Um, you know, all they want to do is go out and party and drink, but sometimes they're too tired to. I know, that's, it's really sad. It's <laughs> tragic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah first world problems.
1: <laughs> um, so. But I found that as well. I mean, you know, when we were in Latin America, I'd been learning Spanish for a few months, and just having to use it, I found myself getting really stressed. And today, one of the reasons I was stressed was because I uh, spoke to one of my friends, and I realized my Spanish got worse, because oh. I haven't been using it. That's terrible.
0: Well, if you want to speak with, uh, speak to Linda in Spanish, then uh, you know our, know our email address. She'll be happy to hear from you.
1: But then everyone will know how bad my Spanish is. I'm always talking about it, so everyone probably thinks it's quite good. Isn't it? Although I did just add it it's as okay. a skill on my CV, so I'm quite proud of that.
0: Yeah, if you know anyone looking for English teachers in Adelaide and South Australia, you know Linda's email address as well. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's move on and talk about what we can do to keep our energy level up, our emotional energy at a at a kind of safe level, because it is manic. I think. I mean, if you go on a vacation, which I consider as one to two weeks of hectic sightseeing,
1: uh-huh.
0: or if you are doing a longer trip like around the world, uh, whatever it is, you need to find the rhythm to to kind of keep you going and get you through
1: yeah and I mean it's difficult for you and for your travel companions if you're in a bad mood Mm. whatever however that kind of demonstrates itself whether you cry or whether you get short tempered I do both how great (laughs) for you (laughs) smooth so the first thing you need to do is think about your body you need to stay healthy if you keep your body and your mind healthy that will go a long way to keep your emotions in order so first thing is get enough sleep Mm-hmm. Now, this can be really difficult when you're traveling. Sure can. I mean, you think about our last few weeks, we've had two overnight uh, trips. Yep. So that's already not, not enough sleep because I don't sleep very well in vehicles. We've had three or four early starts to go on those awesome bike tours that we did. Mm-hmm. And then and
0: even more to go jump in a boat and go down river in Laos or. Oh,
1: you yeah, know, see the mugs in our Laos Laos, bang. Yeah,
0: and our long bus journeys in, in Laos. So,
1: yeah, it's crazy. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you do Crazier. have to get up yeah. early to. You know, to, go, yeah. to get your yeah. transport or to, to go and do activities, and that's and you, fair enough. But you do have to stay up late, thanks to the invention of beer. Yeah, it's a problem. So sometimes you might just have to choose to get another hour's sleep instead of the last beer, and that would be wise. If that's a good idea. Another thing to do is if you are going to be drinking, drink water. In fact, drink water anyway. get enough water. That's a really <laughs> important thing. It I is. think quite a lot of stress is caused by dehydration actually. I know that yeah. quite a lot of problems are caused by dehydration. I am a firm believer in drink more water. So um, also think about your diet. Eat a balanced diet with, with lots of fruit and vegetables.
0: Yeah, your diet tends to rubbish on the road. I mean, you yeah. you eat delicious thing. Well, I eat delicious things, but um, it's not always the healthiest. It's no. often kind of carb-loaded or there's no vegetables in sight. Yeah. Thank you, Argentina.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, try to get some greens. What we tried to do when we were in places where we couldn't get a lot of fruit and vegetables, was we, we tried to always have one glass of juice a day, mm. find one piece of fresh fruit, and make sure we had at least lunch or dinner that was with a salad or a really big portion of vegetables.
0: That's what Linda tried.
1: <laughs> yeah, Craig just liked eating steak. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really good idea to try and get as much vegetables as you can. Yeah. And you might even want to consider taking a multivitamin if you're going somewhere where there's you know not that
0: great nutrition. Mm, that's true. Yeah, and exercise is really tough, especially if you're used to going to a gym or something like that at home or you're playing a sports team. Uh, it can be it's hard to keep that up because yeah. you don't have any patterns, so there's not the time that you normally go mm-hmm. um and play this or there isn't the the practice that you go to
1: that's right and
0: so i yeah, I find exercising really tough to to maintain something
1: that's what we found very difficult And um, I loved it when we were doing the long walks because that was exercise all day every day, but I find it hard to fit into my I like to have a routine, and if I don't have a routine, I can't fit into a schedule. Hmm. So that's really difficult. So you really have to look out for opportunities like a chance to go swimming or a chance to go for a run or, or something like that. Even though I hate running.
0: Yeah, if you ever see me looking for a chance to go for a run, you can feel free to shoot me.
1: <laughs> shoot me then. Okay, you need to find a chance to uh, practice Taekwondo. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, look, there's a there's a whole lounge. You could yeah. do it here.
0: Yeah, oh, I've, I've been playing lots of Wii tennis lately. <laughs> That's been my post-lunch uh, exercise routine. So after you look after your body, and that's kind of the basics, because if your body breaks down, you're stuffed anyway, mm-hmm. um, then it gets about actually being aware of what you need. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be difficult to find that. It yeah. can be difficult to kind of listen to your body or listen to your spirit and, and figure out what you're, what you're craving, like yeah. what you need.
1: Yeah, I mean, look for the things that stress you out and avoid those things.
0: Yeah, good first point.
1: I mean... If it's being around a, a certain person, maybe try avoid being around that certain person. It's difficult if that's one of your travel companions. <laughs> or maybe just um, make some space away from them for a certain amount of time a day. Go and read a book or something. Mm-hmm. And then find something that helps you to relax. Maybe listen to music or doing exercise. And do that thing when you feel stressed. Yeah. So sometimes I just put on some really terrible reggaeton and uh, listen to that for five minutes and that helps.
0: Yeah, Spanish pop. Gosh. Horrible. <laughs>
1: Although the other thing I do is I know, I notice that I get kind of tired and grumpy in mid-afternoon. And I realize that I probably just need a little bit of sugar. So quite often I carry around um, just some mints in my purse, and I can have one of those when I, well, when Craig notices that I'm getting a bit grumpy. And that really helps.
0: Mm, it does, it does. Knowing your kind of the cycle of energy during your day can really help you make the most of it. Yeah. Um, I normally crash after lunch, and mm-hmm. so... Uh, when we're on the road, I try not to, uh, not to plan anything big after it. And even now when we've got a month basically to, to sit and write up and, and catch up on everything we've been doing over the last year, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I still have over 300 video hours of video footage from South America. Yeah. That's mad. It's that was crazy. six months ago. Yeah. ah crazy don't worry
1: it's okay calm <laughs> down, calm down. <laughs> don't try to and do it an after talk
0: to me about <laughs> stress
1: yeah um, but i mean but, being yeah. aware of your body and the body cycles is really important and girls this is a big thing for us obviously i mean there's the daily cycle but then there's also the monthly cycle which sucks and uh, there's also a yearly cycle i mean if you're somewhere that has the seasons and you might find that you get a bit more depressed during winter so just be aware of that and don't get stressed about it like mm. sometimes when i'm Grumpy or sad or upset. I'm like, oh, I'm all grumpy and sad and upset. And I get stressed about it, which makes it worse, which is very, very <laughs> stupid. But don't worry about it. It's normal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, like we said before, though, we don't function well on little sleep, and like sleep's something very important to us. So we intentionally do things that try and maximize the amount of sleep we can get Yes. Um, I prefer staying up late talking with people or uh, reading and doing work so I try to make sure that I don't book anything before 10 o'clock in the morning so I can normally sleep in mm-hmm. and that's better sleep time for me because if I go to sleep early I often don't sleep and I just lay in bed awake yep. so I try and do it that way instead I try and fit the day around me mm-hmm. um, which is a good reason that you Know we started doing everything independently, so <laughs> didn't have to do tours where we had to get up early. Yeah, but sure. likewise, we don't book things like flights, uh, and if we can avoid it, buses and coaches and trains um, early in the morning. Yeah, we, we try and book them mid morning, so it means we lose a day often. Because you know, if you can get up at four in the morning, get to the airport at five, fly it at seven, you can often score yourself an afternoon wherever, wherever you are. But as far as I'm concerned, it's not worth it. No, I'll, I'll feel crap all morning. I'll get there and I'll be grumpy, and there goes the afternoon as well.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, so I prefer to sleep in, get up late, pack lazily, and then head to the airport.
1: This often means we can take public transport as well, mm. which is a benefit. Because otherwise, yeah. you know, if you book your flights at four in the morning then yeah. you've got to take a taxi it's no know it's yeah, not actually public transport yeah. at that time of day
0: yeah so it's yeah it is it's much more budget friendly as well
1: yeah also since we know that i don't sleep very well on uh, vehicles we try to avoid overnight trains or buses or mm. planes well often we can't avoid overnight planes because we're doing the long haul flights and then you really have to but um we we avoid those if at all possible If there's no other option, then I always have lots of tools to make me comfortable, like I have some earplugs, I have an eye mask, I've got a blanket at the moment, I really need to get rid of that. Um, You know, I've got my iPod, and I make sure that I've got everything all prepared to make myself as comfortable as possible, so that I don't have to lie there awake.
0: Mm. Yeah, if you've ever done the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, which is a psychological test, you can tell we did a couple of years of counselling training on this episode, (laughs) eh? if you ever do the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, um, there's different ways of looking at the world interpreting the world and dealing with the world and one of the big differences between linda and me is our way of understanding the world like linda loves order and so this little routine of having this then this then this then this and having it at the right place at the right time is really really important whereas that stresses me out like why do i have to organize stuff i'm going to go to sleep and if i need it i'll go and get it you know what, I probably won't need it. So it's, yeah, you have to do what works for you. Linda likes the little routines and having things organized, whereas I like dealing with things as they come, and any organization more than a couple of hours away just stresses me out.
1: Yeah, there's lots of things you can do to kind of be aware of your body, be aware of what you need, and limit the amount of stress you're going to to feel. If you do end up feeling stress, there are things you can do too to cut down on it just step back from the situation stop doing so much or maybe you need to do more like at the moment I'm feeling a bit stressed because I'm not doing anything you know it's all finished so I need to go and do something this afternoon I I went for a walk and it helped because Mm -hmm. I was just sitting around doing nothing and I could have worked and I could have done this and I could have done that but I needed to do something that wasn't my normal routine so that really helped sometimes it can be good just to yeah to get away from the situation sit in your room listen to music or just you know Find something that works for you. Mm. But don't, you know, don't kind of medicate yourself. Don't go, oh, I'm feeling bad, so I'm going to eat lots of chocolate, because you end up just feeling worse, you know. <laughs> You'll feel guilty or whatever. Yeah. You know, take some some guiltless pleasures, you know, like listening to music is, is a good thing, or just, you know, maybe meditating is something you can enjoy, maybe just sitting on the beach or, yeah, something that's that's good for you.
0: Hmm. Yeah, now thinking about that, sitting on the beach, that's normally quite good for me because I'm introverted. I get energy from being alone, Mm -hmm. but you get energy from being with people. So we as a couple, it's really interesting, we (laughs) often end up with this dilemma where we're both tired and I want to be by myself and Linda wants to be with lots of people, but because we're often in a foreign city, we kind of go out, together because we don't know anywhere or anyone and so yeah so it's this weird thing where if we have a day at home and chill I feel good and Linda gets grouchy (laughs) but then if we go out to try and find something and start up new conversations and meet new people which I normally find fun but if I'm tired it really drains me then um, Linda normally has a good night and I sit there being grumpy with everyone. So it's... Yeah, we haven't know.
1: quite solved this one <laughs> yet. Yeah.
0: I, I think this one's unsolvable. Um, but, you know, it's something that you have to be aware of, of in yourself. Like, do mm-hmm. people energize you, or do you get more energy by spending time alone? Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you get drained, you can then find a way to replenish your, your energy sources.
1: That's right. And if you're feeling really stressed and you, you realize that you do need to be with people, there are people online... You know, there are there are places... I mean, you can find your friends, you can have a chat on Facebook. There's lots of things you can do. Or maybe just head to a hostel common room or a bar and have a talk with someone. Mm. And if you're seriously stressed, then there's lots of helplines that you can call. Mm.
0: Yeah, just Google for one in your language in your area.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, one thing that's a big stressor for, for travellers, uh, especially, I think, new travellers, and the, the old heads that we talk to and run into from time to time seem to have this sorted. But even... I don't know, even I run into problems with it sometimes, is the expectation of other people. Yep. Like it comes back to this thing of, oh, you went to Peru, how was Machu Picchu?
1: We didn't and go so to I Machu Picchu. Didn't
0: go to Machu Picchu. And that's an expectation of someone else, That of probably everyone else in the world, <laughs> That um that you run up against. And so you feel obligated to... Go places and see things. Mm-hmm. If you don't like art, don't go to the Louvre. Really. There's lots of other cool things in Paris. Just just don't go there.
1: That's right. It's yeah.
0: perfectly okay, and I promise you won't burn in hell. Well, <laughs> certainly not for that anyway. I'm not going to become a religious leader here, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll be okay for not visiting the Louvre uh, when you're in Paris.
1: Yeah, for sure. Don't feel like you have to do everything. I mean... It would be a real pity if you went to a city and did absolutely nothing, but do the things that you enjoy doing. You, know? mm. you don't have to visit every museum and you definitely don't have to go out drinking every night, which is what some people think of as travelling. You know, I must get drunk in every city in Europe. You don't have to do that if that's mm. not what you want to do. So sometimes just stopping a day on the beach or in the hostel is exactly what you need to recharge your batteries and set you up for, for more.
0: Yeah, I mean one of the great things about travel is the ability to, to be unusual, to mm-hmm. kind of you're away from a lot of the people you know, so you can either act out or act in as much as you want. You yeah. know, it is a chance to to get away and experiment with with new roles, new scripts, and and find out new stuff. Um, but don't feel, yeah, don't don't work with other people's obligations. It's it's too heavy a load. Yeah. So the last point we've got is we begin to wrap up is um, really about traveling together, traveling as a group and that is to talk about problems that you're having with your travel partners.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to try to find uh, a way of communicating with people that you're traveling with that's, you know, that's open and honest. I mean, Craig and I have been traveling together for what, five years and we've been together for 11 years we realized recently, which is quite a long time we Mm -hmm. noticed. But we've worked out how to communicate with each other and that's good. But we haven't traveled a lot with other people who aren't us and so we've had to learn how to talk about, you know, changing plans and things like that. And it hasn't always been as smooth as I would have liked, but we are still learning. And I think in order to minimize stress, it's really important to, to be very honest about what you want before the trip, during the trip, and, you know, while you're making changes to the trip.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And, like, tempering that that honesty with compassion, I guess, or with grace um, and yeah, just finding a way to negotiate but there are times when it's better for everyone when groups split and either people or a couple of people go their different ways, and that can actually be a better trip even if you plan doing something together, yeah, so it's um you know it's it's kind of a rough thing to to decide, especially if you left from home together yeah. and you know your friends from a previous life and (laughs) you're you're on the road and and doing a big trip but you know sometimes it doesn't work out and sometimes people that you're good friends with in a normal life aren't really compatible travel companions for you
1: yeah just like you can't live with everyone you can't travel with everyone and sometimes it can be a bit more stressful than you'd expect
0: yeah so um
1: that's okay it is. It's okay.
0: It, it's okay. And you have to decide when to when to push through and make it work. Yeah. And, and when to decide just to split and both do your own things. So um, I think that's maybe one of the biggest stressors. Um, people. People. Always people. Yeah.
1: yeah. Whether it's the people you're traveling with or the people you're dealing with. Oh, my goodness. When we were in um, Thailand just recently, we were booking into a hotel. And this woman behind the desk I think she was trying to make everything as difficult as possible. Every single question we asked, she pushed back at us. And yep. for no reason, just, you know. Yeah. She wouldn't give us the Wi-Fi password until we checked in. We couldn't check in until we paid for everything. We couldn't, you know, it was just this circular problem. Yeah, it was, it was really annoying. We couldn't leave our bags behind the desk to go and get money. We, ah oh, man, just everything, everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Was, was like the the opposite of hospitality services.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: But uh, yeah, so so people are tricky, and you know, you. So yeah, people can be tricky, but that's part of life, hey. And that's it's right. The same travelling as as it is in in the real world. So um, yeah, don't. I guess the point that we're trying to make while we're talking about all of this stuff about mental energy and looking after yourself and. You know, and and a bit of maybe common sense, common emotional sense, when you are on the road, is that you don't want low emotional energy to ruin your trip.
1: No, I mean travel is such an awesome experience. You don't want feeling sad or feeling stressed to to stop you enjoying it. Yeah. But the thing is, if you are feeling sad or feeling stressed, that's okay. Yeah. It's normal. I mean, it's completely normal.
0: So is. And
1: just make sure that you take time out to to work through it. Talk to someone about it if. You're the kind of person who talks things through and I mean, quite a lot of quite a lot of us are. So find a travel companion or find someone online or call a helpline if that's what you need. But yeah, don't don't feel bad about feeling stressed, but do take action to to get through it.
0: Mm. Now, as we wrap up, uh, we want to introduce a new section on the podcast, which is kind of a community news kind of thing, I guess. We've started up a new community on Indie Travel Podcast. It's very exciting. Uh, You can find it at Slash Community. We've got, um, at the moment, a couple of people joining up every day. So I think there's about 35 or 40 active members and um, we've got forums and groups you can upload photos update your statuses make friends with people and make them jealous by uploading your photos and updating (laughs) your statuses and uh, we've also got some great forums that are beginning to grow Um, the Asia one has been especially uh, I don't know Um, energetic I guess uh, there's half a dozen posts in there but there's also ones beginning to to build up in Europe Um, so a couple of questions that we've had recently that we'd like some answers to Uh, one's in the Europe travel forum and uh, a guy called Steve is going to Poland in uh, September next year but he's planning out in advance he's got between two and three weeks depending on how much time he can get off work um, to plan Time there, and he says he loves visiting galleries and museums. He's not much of a nature guy; he's more of a city guy. So, if you've got some answers for things that Steve can do in Poland, then uh, drop by indietravelpodcast.com forums and then click into Europe. And uh, we've also got a question on uh, from a solo woman. I can't find her name here. Dum-de-dum. and there we go. Safety in Southeast Asia in the Asia travel forum. And, um, Juna. Juna's heading there in spring to Southeast Asia is a solo female traveler. And she's asking for any advice about safety or other female concerns. Not too sure what those female concerns may be, but if you think, <laughs> you know, head into the forums, that one's in uh, forums, Asia, and you can help Juna out. If you're in a similar position, there's already been 12 replies to that, so um, there's lots of good advice there for you. So come by IndieTravelPodcast.com, click into the forum, or you'll see the the new sign-in on the right-hand side. You can create an account or uh, sign in with your Facebook account. And, uh, yeah, make some friends, share some photos, and ask and answer some questions in the forums. We'd love to see you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, don't forget to visit IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash Amazon. when shopping online now and during your Christmas shopping because we really appreciate it when you do that. And for some non-monetary ways of helping us out, tell all your friends about Indie Travel Podcast. And invite them to our Facebook group at Facebook.com slash IndieTravel or leave a five-star review for us on iTunes.
0: That would be awesome. So until next week,
1: travel well.